I'm exhausted. Help. Guys, I barely had the energy to push the record button. What is going on? If you've ever felt exhausted, listen along, because we're going to unveil some of the things that causes us to feel that way and how to correct it. You're listening to Craig Ansell, and this is Career Growth Made Easy. Today's podcast title, I'm Exhausted! Help! In the last episode, 14, we talked about saying, I can't. The episode was titled, I Just Can't. And that could be because you're exhausted, you're worn out, and you just can't or believe you can't do whatever something is being requested of you. I told you towards the middle of the episode that to make sure you had a good start to your day, you had to not only nutritionally fuel your body, but nutritionally fuel your brain. In order to do that, you need to get a good night's sleep. That means one, duration. There's a good length of time that you sleep and rest. And two, it's got to have good quality sleep. Just the mere fact you're in bed, you might be tossing and turning, or your brain might be racing with all those things that you have to do tomorrow, or maybe it's already flipped over to midnight and you're already worried about how little sleep you have left before you can get to everything that you have to do that was left unfinished from the day before. Oh, I'm using up all my energy just thinking about it. Why did I bring that up? Because as I referenced in episode 14, I talked back about episode 5, and it was your mental junk drawer, right? What was in your mental junk drawer? That's all the unfinished tasks, all the unfinished activities, all the things that are still open and you haven't closed or put to sleep yet. Ha ha. So, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to episode 14 about I Just Can't, and then remember to go back for episode 5, What's in Your Junk Drawer, Your Physical and Mental Junk Drawer. Those episodes should help you. Now, Going back to this show, being exhausted. No, I'm not a doctor, nor am I a sleep clinic, but I have some experience with improving sleep, and it's worked for me. Done some research, and I wanted to share it with you guys. So if you have a few minutes, you might gain some really helpful tips on how to improve your sleep quality. So several days a week, I enjoy walking or running, and I do this at lunchtime, in fact, in place of my lunch. Did you know that exercise can cause the release of endorphins? These endorphins inside your body are a natural stimulant to make you feel good, make you feel positive. Additionally, they can reduce your body's perception of pain. CNN.com states that endorphins can be your body's natural painkillers. So, what am I suggesting? If you have time, and if you're able to, Take a walk, exercise, and get some, you know, fresh air. Next, do you enjoy tea, coffee, or soda? I have to tell you, personal confession, I absolutely love unsweet tea, all right? Great, there's no sugar in it, so no calories. It can't hurt me, right? It can't harm me. Not so fast. Tea can have caffeine, and some teas are much stronger with caffeination than others. So, putting my science hat on, did you know 
that there's such a thing as half-life when it comes to caffeine? No, this is not a talk about nuclear radiation and fallout. The half-life of caffeine is eight hours. What does that mean? That means that after you consume your caffeine through soda, coffee, tea, and even chocolate can have caffeine, okay? After you consume it, eight hours later, it is at half its uh, content or half its concentration. That means 50% of it is reduced. The problem, you still have 50% left. So think of it like this. Afternoon, maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you shouldn't really drink much caffeine or consume much caffeine. If you do, keep it in strictly limited quantities. Let's say you had a large caffeinated drink around noontime. Eight hours later, it's at 50%. Essentially, if you didn't have that drink and you had something that was reduced caffeine around 8 o'clock, you'd be at the same exact step with the clock, resetting how much caffeine's in your body. So doing some quick math, eight hours is 50%, another eight hours into your day is 25%, and then another eight hours is 12.5%. Most people say that caffeine becomes inactive or inert around 24 hours. Ironically, that's your next morning, and what do we do? We fuel up with coffee, we fuel up with tea, we fuel up with soda, and we start our day again. The next thing I want to talk about is something called blue light. If you're a techie out there and you love your smartphones and smart TVs and such, you probably know about this already. It took me a while to learn, but recently I became rather focused on it, and I'm glad that I did. So, our body has a natural rhythm. I believe it's called a circadian rhythm. And without getting too fancy, it's our body's natural awake and sleep cycle. The way it is designed to work by nature is that as the sunrise happens, you have a beautiful white, bluish light emitting from the sun. And that's where you get your awake signal, and purposely so, you're starting your day. Now, I know some of you may start before dawn or after if you have a different shift, but for the purpose of this podcast, think of it as sunset, excuse me, Sunrise is the start of our day, and that's where our brain and our eyes get triggered with this whitish blue light, and that tells us to wake up, and we make sure that we're out of our sleep cycle and that we're on, fresh, energized to start our day, assuming we had a good night's sleep and you guys didn't jack up your caffeine intake too late in the night, all right? Now, what goes on through the day? We continue to experience sunlight. And then as afternoon to evening comes, sunset occurs. You notice some beautiful sunsets. What color, what tone, what hue do they have? More of an orange or an amber color. The blue light is fading. Certainly the white light's gone, right? And now our bodies are starting to shut down and their circadian rhythm, the sleep cycle starting to kick in. All too often, we interrupt it. Do you know with what? I already gave you a hint earlier. With our smart phones, our smart gadgets, our TVs, our watches, our tablets, our phones, if I didn't say that, anything that has a a screen on it. It could be a computer monitor. It can be a laptop. It doesn't matter. So in the last few years, blue light filters have become pretty popular. No, this is not something you have to add to your smart device nor to your monitor. It usually is a built-in feature that if you go into your settings, you can actually turn your blue light filter on. Why would you want to do that, you ask? Because remember earlier, your sleep cycle 
kicks out or you become awake in the morning with the blue light, the white light, if you're trying to sleep or get near sleep and it's afternoon or evening, you don't want any of that blue or white light. So you'd go into your smart device, your TV, your phone, what have you, and look at your settings for display. Many of them have a manual feature to switch it on and off. And if you turn it on manually, instantly, what you'll see is, if you're not familiar with it, your screen will go from more of a vibrant, sharp color to a more subdued yellow or amber tone, okay? Because it's removing the blue light, the direct white light from your visual, uh, from your viewing. Now, you don't want to have to set that every night and then turn it off every morning. So nowadays, many of the devices have a timer, just like you set your alarm clock. So what I would do is say, hey, I want to, I don't know, stop seeing blue light from my phone at seven or eight o'clock at night. You're not going to instantly fall asleep. No, but you're going to break the habit of sending your brain awake signals, allowing you to start to get tired naturally. It might be a little bit harder for some of you, depending on your vision capabilities, to see your phone so you can increase the brightness, but you're not increasing the white or blue light. You're just increasing the intensity. Then set the timer in the morning so that it goes off and returns to blue light mode, which is a brighter, whiter, a brighter screen, maybe 6, 7 a.m. whenever you get up. That might have been a little technical, and I might have gone on a little bit of a rant with regards to caffeine or with blue lights and sunrise and sunsets, but I hope things like this, little tips, little tricks out there, help you, and you get some value out of these shows. So I'm pretty confident that if you work on either limiting or avoiding caffeine, especially after midday lunch or early afternoon, you'll have less of a tendency to be awake by that stimulant caffeine. Secondarily, setting your blue light filter on all of your smart devices, TVs, watches, phones, laptops, tablets. Uh, you know what? If you use an e-reader, an e-book of some sort, check that because it might have a feature too. I'm confident with those two significant changes in your life. Oh, and let's not forget earlier, if you're capable and if you're fit, start exercising, okay? If you need to, check with a doctor to make sure you're uh, f physically ready to start exercise. It could be as taking you know, a short walk outside or get up to a jog or run over time. But again, those three things, for the various reasons I told you, should immediately help you with your sleep habits, giving you longer duration of quality sleep. All right. Don't forget nutrition. Your body needs healthy nutrition physically and mentally. This has been Craig Ansell. I'm with Career Growth Made Easy Podcast. Our website is craigansell.com. We have plenty of ways for you to get a hold of us. Email info at craigansell.com. You can go to our website, craigansell.com slash feedback. There's also a contact page and if you need resume advice, check out episode two. There's also a freebie for resumes at craigansell.com resume, forward slash resume, that is. And if you're going to be uploading your resume online to an electronic scanner system, not just email and not just directly to a person, go ahead and go to craigansell.com forward slash ATS. The, the acronym is Applicant Tracking Systems. Find out what the most common mistakes are when you upload a resume to an ATS and avoid them so that you can be more successful in life. We're here to take your feedback on podcasts and interested in your ideas for future shows. You never know. Your show idea might make it on our episode list. 
and you never know who in the world you're helping. We're being listened to 100% internationally. We're on every continent. Thank you so much to the dedicated listeners out there. Our numbers are growing consistently, and it's all because of you.